This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 central, at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca OG. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, guys. This is week 55 of Tailgate Talks. You're listening to the tailgate portion of our show where we discuss everything going on in the rest of the sporting world, NFL, MLB, NBA, whatever we feel like talking about. And um, make sure if you didn't this week, go check out Club Red. We got uh, there was the firing of Coach Wells. We talked about that for almost an hour, but go hit up that part of our podcast episode this week. Definitely some good discussions in there. A lot of hot points, a lot of good points being made there. Go check that out. Uh, But as far as this episode goes, make sure if you're not already, follow us on Spotify and iTunes. If it is on iTunes, give us the five-star rating. Drop the review below. Definitely always appreciate that. On As far as social media accounts go, uh, hit up tailgate underscore talks for our Twitter. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you do swing by the YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe. Hit the bell notification to be notified anytime we post a new video. As far as our personal accounts, Dustin, find him at DustinWimmer22. Brooks, find him at Calvin B. Barrett. And me, uh, at Blanco, where the L is a one. The drinks are starting to settle in. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the face. Dustin already knows where I'm at. This is like, anyways. uh (laughs) All right, guys, um, any sort of thoughts or questions, make sure you email us, tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. And uh, that kind of wraps up the intro. Let's kick this off and kick off the NFL talk. Are you ready for the so, Dustin, uh, you are going to need to unmute yourself, but um, definitely ready to kick off the NFL talk. Got a lot to talk about today, and we got to kind of burn through it since it's getting a little late for us, and we had a lot to discuss on the uh, Texas Tech talk. Go ahead, man. That's right. And so, of course, we will start with everybody's favorite name segment in the world. The time it takes somebody to come back on your NFL team. Week 7 recap. I think this week I will start with Arlie. So, I hope you are ready and prepared. I'm going to start with you last week. I don't remember week to week. Just let you know. It was Brooks last week. So It's pretty much always me. But yeah. oh, I just pick these randomly. I really don't keep track. It's I'm fine. Just, you you have your you favorites. Go. You have your favorites. I get it. It's randomly me most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, all right. Uh, let me see. What, 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 once what? once you have your uh, once I got myself situated, you call it the uh, countdown. Count countdown. Uh, count up. Whatever you want to call it. Stop. Okay. Watch. You know what? I I got a I got a little bit of a short one here. But That's fine. You don't have to use. We have a minute and twenty-four seconds. Sometimes he scores faster. One. And yeah, if you score faster, great for you. Uh, <laughs> we will let you have your minute and twenty-four as much time as you want without any interruptions All or right. discussion. Okay, I gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I think I'm ready to go. We're gonna go ahead and launch this. The uh, what is it? Time it takes Tom Brady to come back on your team. NFL team week oh, week yeah, seven recap. Yeah, nope, that's it. That's gone. All right, going in three, two, one. All right, so 
I'm going to keep this short and simple. Uh, this Thursday night, uh, if you're listening to the podcast yesterday night, uh, one of the best games going on in quite a while. We got the 7-0 Cardinals and the 6-1 and Packers. And I need to formally apologize to my co-host here, uh, Brooks, for my take on Rodgers and my sigh and my sass and the look that I gave because since that opening loss, because I was like at that opening loss, I was like, Fuck yeah, I got validated real quick on my thoughts and feelings for Rodgers this year. I have been shut the fuck up. I have. And I will openly admit, uh, Rodgers is the real deal. The Packers are the real deal. Six and one and out of that division, not the absolute easiest thing, but not the hardest thing either. But you got to respect only one loss and six wins. So my apologies, Brooks. This is going to be a hell of a game tomorrow night. And I'm excited to see how this plays out. But Brooks was right. Arlie was wrong, and I will, I will, I will sit on that uh, throne for the day. I will, I will bow down to that one. Rogers is always going to be here. Rogers is always going to be Rogers, and that's all I got. All right, very nice. Apology accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what, fucking, I, I didn't even realize it. They kind of snuck up on me with the six and one, but I was like, you know yeah. what, I need to say something about this at some point. All right, clear that, clear all that right, stopwatch right. out, so Brooks can. Rev up and be ready. Remember, give yeah. Brooks a 10-second yeah, yeah. warning before the clock ends. He's Got a little it. laggy over there. Got it. Can, do, you have, do you have the stream pulled up? Can you see it? Can. I'll, just, I'll just tell you either way. All right. Uh, yeah. you, ready, you ready to go? I'm ready. Sorry. All right. Three, two, one, go. The curse lives. The curse lives. I brought it up last week. And I tested it out on the Baltimore Ravens. They proceeded to get their ass kicked by the by the Ravens or the Bengals. Um, so the curse lives, and I'm not going to test fate again this week. You know, I, I I'm not going to try it back to back weeks. But I am going to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, and I think it's panic button time, guys. I think it's panic button time. We've waited, we've waited. We've waited, but they got their ass handed to them by the Titans over the weekend, scoring three points, which usually if they're getting their ass handed to them, they're still up there in the 20s or 30s, but they couldn't even move the ball against the Titans, and they don't have a good defense. So a lot of things to be concerned about on the Chiefs. They have a terrible defense, and now the offense kind of looks like it's not functioning like the offense that we're so used to seeing time in, time out. Um, So – some definite concerns there. Mahomes is turning the ball over as much as any quarterback is this season. The offense, Tyreek Hill, is dropping just about everything into the defensive hands. Um, Kelsey's not getting as open as he normally gets. So there's a lot of things to be concerned about if you're the Kansas City Chiefs. Ten seconds. And I think I think it's definitely time that the panic, panic button is hit for real. And uh, we'll see what they do with it. And stop. All right. Hey, At 123. Hey. Not bad, actually. Still under. Still in there. Uh, there. All right, go ahead and clear that out for me, and I'm ready for mine. Panic, panic button from Brooks. And the curse lives on. That was impressive, actually. I I, I was watching that game, and I was like, no way. No fucking <laughs> wow. way. No fucking way. And just like it just kept going. I was like, they got to come back. No shot. All right, all right. The other side of the curse is they don't only just lose. They get destroyed when oh, yeah. I bring them up. Like, they what get destroyed. The fuck, man. I think it's your fault. I'm, uh, put Lamar Jackson on you. All right, Dustin, your turn. You, you you ready, man? Ready. All right, all right. We're going in three, two, one, go. I thought Brooks was going to take mine when he started his segment. 
But it's time to talk about the number one seed in the AFC North, the Cincinnati Bengals. They're for real. That game showed us they're for real. They blew out the Baltimore Ravens. They've had some easy wins, a close loss against the Packers. And then they run into a Ravens team who looked like a buzzsaw, and they manhandled them 41-17, to took a hold of the AFC North. Nobody ever has faith in the Bengals. Joe Burrow has literally a man by himself turn that franchise around like so quickly. I think it's just his mentality and just what he brings as a player. And he's like, no, give me Jamar chase. I can run around for my life, but I want to throw bombs at that guy. We will win games. And they have so quickly, everybody, no one expected it this soon. Um, they thought Joe Burrow was still a test. They thought Jamar chase is still going to be a test and they're for real. Digging it. Done. Well done. And Joe Burrow. I didn't want to. Oh, go ahead. I didn't want to put the curse on the Bengals. I think they're fun, and I didn't want to. You know, I didn't yeah, want to have that evil on me. So. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. God, they're, if you did they're that. nice. They're the nice Bengals. Finally, like, <laughs> yeah. I like. I, like, I mean, nice I, I like Joe yeah. Burrow. I like Joe Burrow. I do. I think like that. Ever since that photo of him on the couch after the natty with the cigar, I'm just like, he seems like a dude I could kick it with. I'm cool with that. So <laughs> let's go ahead and move into week eight. Talk about the game Arlie mentioned. This started it is a Thursday night game. So by the time you hear this, the results will already be out. Once you listen live, Packers Cardinals Thursday night. This is by far the best game of the weekend. Um, a lot of another bad matchup type weekend. Um, Cardinals are a six point favorite. Last week, Arlie and I think the week before, Arlie was like a super fan of the Cardinals and Cliff. Now he's like apologizing and trying to get in the good graces with the Packers. So Arlie, <laughs> where where are you landing here? Um, I still, I still think that the Cardinals are a little bit more well-rounded and the fact that, uh, that, uh, Devontae Adams is, uh, in, I think he's sitting out for this game with an injury, right? COVID. COVID. That's what it was. Lazard, so top two receivers have, are on the COVID list. Yeah. They have uh, not presented positive tests. And so I doubt by tomorrow they'll be back. So. I just because of that alone, if Devontae Adams is not in this game and that then I think that this thing swings into the Arizona Cardinals favor as it is already, you know, if you're looking at it. But uh, I love this matchup. I love this game. Uh, Packers uh, surprised me a little bit more than I, more than I thought they would, because I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be, you know, flip flop, long haired Aaron Rodgers and not like, you know, laced up cleats. Let's try and win the game guy. Um and the Arizona Cardinals, in my opinion, are just more well-rounded so far this year. They've they've proven themselves week after week, and I I, I got to tip the hat to them. I think that they'll come off with this win. Yeah, Brooks, do you think Packers can overcome the two COVID wide receivers and keep it close or win this one? No, I, I think that's going to be a little bit too much for them. They while being six and one, it's not like they beat any team like handedly right you know they've they've kind of been in all these games they've been close uh but they've still found a way to win them and you know missing your top two receivers is definitely a game changer and especially one that's as good as Devonte adams is who really is a challenge for all defenses to defend so not having him definitely is going to hurt rogers and then not having your next best 
thing up is going to hurt as well. And then you're going against the Cardinals who just have, you know, not been slowed down by anybody yet this year. So I think it's definitely going to cause some problems for the Packers. And I definitely think that brings down the, like how elite this game could be just a little bit because you're not having the fully healthy Packers versus the fully healthy Cardinals, which I think is a legit awesome matchup. But yeah, yeah not having Devontae Adams out there is definitely a, a little bit of a downer uh, for w- me. Watts out too, by the way. Oh, Watts out too. Yeah. So yeah, hit, hits coming, I guess, on both sides. But you know, Devontae Adams, I think, makes more of a difference. Even oh, yeah. though Watts having quite quite the year, and he's still yeah. affecting offensive lines. Um, you know, that's Rogers favorite weapon. So you're taking that out of the game. That's going to give the Cardinals the advantage. You mentioned, and I mentioned also Lazard being out, that's the second best option. And he had a really good first half of last year before he got hurt. And that's part of Aaron Rodgers and the offense is having smart wide receivers that can fill in. And Lazard was one of those guys. And I don't know if MVS will be back and if he's healthy. And so I don't know who the Packers besides Randall Cobb and Robert Tunyon are going to roll out there to catch football for for Rodgers um, at this point. It's a lot of Aaron Jones in the flat. (laughs) Yeah. So you don't want to make this pick now or get through all our games and come back to it? Uh, I mean, we can make the pick now. Let's go ahead and get it out there. No reason not to while while we're on the topic. Uh, All right, I mean, well, since we started with Arlie on the Tom Brady segment, we'll let Brooks go first on the pick. How's that? That's fair. Fairness. That's fair. Um, <laughs> Cardinals six-point favorite. I think they've been they've been manhandling teams. <laughs> um, and I, I don't think the Packers have enough firepower to go into Arizona right now and win this one. So uh, I'm going to go with the – Arizona Cardinals on this. Okay, Brooks taking the Cardinals with the minus six. Arlie, what are you and your uh, minus? My fortitudes. 16 or 15 record streak. Where do you fall on this uh, I want to pick the Cardinals, but I know that they're like, if I, if I don't, then Aaron Rodgers is going to like, you know, be within five points somehow. Like, uh, no, I, I think, I think, uh, like the, the, the Packers is all entirely around him getting the ball to those receivers. I think the only main out for, uh, for, for Arizona is JJ Watt. And I think that they can recover from that. Uh, I, you, you have to, you have to kind of ride the wave on this one and think that the Cardinals are going to win by a touchdown. They beat hey, some good teams, thirty-seven to twenty against uh, against the Rams. 37-14 to to the Cleveland. They played probably know. the best game they've played in years and years and years in that game. But yeah, yeah. So you're setting so you're set on the Cardinals. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna take the Packers mostly on the number. I think they can keep it within that touchdown range just with Aaron Rodgers. Do I think they can win? Probably not, especially with their top two receivers out. But I'm just going to go out on a limb and a hunch here with Rodgers. It's never bad taking him in games. So that's pretty much all I'm basing it on, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's hard to count him out. Like It's just like 
Sorry, go ahead, Brooke. And, and, and you'll probably win because I'm on Arlie's side. <laughs> probably, yeah. Uh, like I'm Honestly, sorry. I had nothing to do with that. I'm sorry, Brooks. You know what? Until the streak is done, I just need to vote first, and then y'all, right. and then and then y'all can just do what you want. <laughs> All right, we'll see if the streak continues. We got both our shot beds put in now. I am on the Packer side of plus six. Arlie and Brooks got Cardinals minus six in tomorrow's Thursday night game. But a couple other decent games out there. Um, Steelers-Browns, we thought these two teams would be closer to the top of the AFC North, and they're kind of uh, average, to say the best. Mm -hmm. um, Browns have a backup quarterback, and Baker Mayfield came out today and really, really wants to play. I think he's worried that Case Keenum's going to not necessarily take his job, but uh, he's losing money with every game he doesn't play. So, uh, Brooks, any thoughts on Steelers-Browns? This is one of the most, I guess, disappointing Steelers-Browns games in a long time. In a long time? It's not too long ago the Browns sucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but the Steelers were good at least. In recent yeah. history. Like, you re got both teams that are just like, meh. At least yeah, the Steelers think, were good when the Browns sucked, so you could watch them just beat the shit out of them. <laughs> I think for the Browns, it's really just injuries, man. Just look at like their injury list, and it, it just keeps building up and building up and building up. They have so many guys missing. Um, and so I, I definitely think it's mainly down because the Browns aren't at full health, and when they are, they've been a, a solid football team this year. Uh, Steelers are kind of what we thought they were. There's a team that's going to be able to win some games because of their defense, and then – team that's going to lose some games because of Ben Roethlisberger. So I think this is just kind of a battle of – I feel like it's going to be a close battle, maybe come down to a field goal, maybe a little bit more depending on whether Baker plays or not. But, I mean, it's two teams that hate each other and sure. can always provide some moments for of entertainment. Yeah. Are you seeing any moments coming out of this matchup? Um. So – I, I dare say in the last about like what about five six years, Case Keenum is like one of the most random backup quarterbacks out there. Uh, I'd I'd put Fitzpatrick ahead of him, and then uh, oh god, what was the name of the guy um, out of out of uh, for for uh, Miami? Uh, Minshew. I think I think those are like the two. Or no, no, that was Jaguars. Sorry, Jaguars. Um, but I think those have been like the, the, the three best, like backup random quarterbacks to step in. I think the Browns take this one with Case Keenum at the helm. And I think that like Mayfield, uh, honestly will start kind of having his job in question if Case Keenum is able to do the same thing that he does, which is all right. Man, y'all are forgetting the best point that Nick Chubb is back for the Browns. True. Is he back? He should be back. So that helps a ton. The Browns looked good without him last week, so maybe they can handle that, but we'll see. Um, I'm actually kind of interested in this next game. Titans versus Colts in AFC South. Arlie's AFC South, his favorite division. And the Colts have been looking good the last few weeks. They've kind of got things rolling. They're kind of back on track. And, of course, the Titans are just bulldozing people with Derrick Henry. Yep. Arlie, what are your thoughts on your favorite division matchup right here? Um, I think Titans have found their. I, I think they they they've refound. I guess their um what makes them work. Uh, you know, beating KC twenty seven to three, big deal. 
uh, beating Buffalo, another big deal. I mean, they, they're one of the hottest teams this year and last year. Um, I, I, I can't believe that the spread is in the favor of Indianapolis with, uh, with Tennessee looking as consistent as they have. But that does give a little bit of a, a tip of the hat off to, to Indianapolis's uh, uh, run defense. So um, I think this is going to be a great matchup. And I, I still think Indianapolis Colts still have a decent shot at getting at, uh, at least in competition for this division. Uh, Carson Wentz is looking a lot more impressive. Uh, I mean, 11 touchdowns to one interception. You, you kind of got to give him a little bit of uh, respect on that, you know? little bit of respect on that but uh i think tennessee titans pull away with this one they're still just that they, they, they found their what gets them to the playoffs every year stride yeah brooks you, colts keep it rolling or titans roll over them i think the colts are starting to they're starting to impress me a little bit more even though carson wentz did try to throw more than one interception in that game he tried to throw about three or four interceptions it was a it was a shitty weather it was raining it was windy it was all sorts of crap that they were playing in so i guess you can excuse a little bit of that for for the elements uh attacking them in that game but i mean they went on the road beat san francisco they played baltimore really close they blew out the texans when we thought that had a chance to be a closer game so they i think they maybe figured it out um you know they're starting to run the ball pretty good taylor's been pretty productive they of course they got quentin nelson back so that that helps uh, a lot, but yeah, the Titans have seemingly kind of figured out that offense again. Uh, who would have thought Derrick Henry would have had more touchdown passes than Patrick Mahomes in a game, but he did. Uh, he's still good able stand. to, good he, yeah, he's still able to run on everybody. And then you know that play action is so deadly with them because now they got Julio and AJ Brown running out there. So I, I do think this is a very even matchup, though. I, I'm, I agree that it's kind of a toss up to me because the Titans are still a team that can take a week off and get beat by the Jets like they did. So, um, and the Colts are a team that you just, you know, you feel like they could be back in it and then they can all of a sudden have a terrible performance from Carson Wentz and it's a bad loss. So, um, I think they're both pretty even teams. I'm curious to see how this one plays out. Yeah, I think Tennessee's a little bit above the Colts. Depends what Colts team shows up, if it's the one from a few, these last few weeks. That's why they're at home. Usually at the NFL, Vegas gives NFL home teams a three-point advantage. Especially if they're playing a neutral site, this would be a Titans one-and-a-half. Or if they're playing in Nashville, it would be Titans by about four-and-a-half or five or more. Um, so it depends who shows up for the Colts. Is it the same, same Colts from the beginning of the year or the last few weeks? Um. On to the Tom Brady Buccaneers versus the Saints. We got to see Jameis and the Saints on Monday Night Football in a riveting matchup against Geno Smith. God, so bad. <laughs> and uh, Brooks, I'm just going to start you. Do you see that uh, going any better for Jameis and the Saints? No. I mean, that <laughs> no. offense is – that offense is brutal, man. And but while they have a really good defense, I mean the Saints defense has has come to play this year and they've kept them in games. But the Bucks just beat up on these teams, man. Like they just destroyed the Bears last week. So I kind of expect this maybe to go similar. Like it's kind of a close game in the first half, but ultimately, um, 
the Saints offense just is so far, so far behind the Bucks that I just expect another impressive Brady performance. And you go out here and you're like, wow, Tom Brady, another four touchdown passes and whatever yards. That's kind of what I expect yeah. from them this season. Uh, the Saints don't scare me on the Bucks. Are they? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really else to be said there. Uh, Saints, uh, four and two, you still got to kind of have some respect to it, but the four that they've won, you're like, eh, whatever. Like, I just don't, I just don't, that like, since they've lost Drew Brees, I just don't really, like, no team in the NFL realistically is threatened by the Saints. Like, you should play them out, and you should take them seriously, because otherwise you end up losing to them. They're four and two for a reason. But nobody's over here like thinking they're gonna win it all. Like Tampa Bay should run away with this one. I, I think they win by a couple of scores, not just the the, the five point spread or whatever that they have right now. Uh, yeah, it seems like if they're not getting the ball to Alvin Kamara, they're not doing anything. Yeah, like, like over and over That's and over it. again. But uh, also their offense, what putting out ten points less uh, average than the Bucks. Like that, that this is just gonna end up basically. This is going to end up being Tampa Bay just outpacing New Orleans all game long. Yeah, I totally agree. And the night game Sunday night, the Dallas Cowboys coming off bye week, favored against the Vikings by two and a half. I'm surprised this game is at two and a half and so close. Are y'all? Actually, no, I, I, mm, I am. Oh. I'm not all that surprised. Well, I'm not all that surprised because it is a Minnesota home game. You know, I do think I value the Cowboys as a better team, but the Vikings have a good offense. Kirk Cousins has been moving the ball. They have two really good receivers and a really good running back. I think this could be a high-scoring game. And the Vikings have shown an ability to be in close games. So, you know, they don't really get blown out. And I think that's kind of why you see this line a little bit closer is because I think – I think they have an offense that can go put up points and hang in there with the Cowboys and the Cowboys, while they have improved on defense, it's still not like a defense that scares you or anything like that. Like you can still move the ball on them. So I think this being a road game and I think this being a Vikings offense that can strike on you, that's why you're seeing this line closer. It makes sense to me. That's a fair point. Like the three losses that they have all less than a touch or a touchdown or less. You you gotta kind of something's going on in Minnesota. I don't know what, but uh, especially being this at, at home for them, and as the season kind of gets colder, uh, you know, you start seeing they these. The dome. I know, but <laughs> it's like it, it's just something about like how cold it is outside. No, but you 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 can look at degrees. the statistics on this. The northern teams do better the back half of the season. When it's outdoors. Doesn't, like, they just do better overall. Like, if you look at all of them, combine all the schedules and scores, they do better the second half of the season. For them to be competing like this every game in, game out, um, I do think the line is a little weird that it's only one and a half with how good Dallas has looked this year. But they're they're competing against some really good teams. Like, they're, they're not just, like, like, they lost to Arizona by one, Cleveland by a touchdown, uh, beating Seattle, I guess, whenever they still had Russell Wilson. I don't know. I would hate knowing the Vikings. I do think they're a decent, good team. Um, I think I had them slipping in as a wild card team in the playoffs. But I just think the Cowboys are going to 
handle them like they've handled a few other teams, especially coming off a of bye week. Um, I think Cowboys are just a little more, a little more special than they are. The Vikings are. So that's yeah, all. But, our, uh, but, vet, but betting, they're not going to put that at six and a half because that's going to give Vikings money all day long. Right, right. Right? So, so betting wise, like the line makes sense on this one. Yep. Yeah. So that's our week eight. Just a few decent games, barely better than last week. Just watch your Thursday night football and be happy with it. Um, what's the what's the news? <laughs> what's the news on on Prescott lately? Is he still like yeah, he's still supposed to play, right? Or is he just like basically saying he's sore to sit yeah, out? Yeah, he'll be out there. He'll be out there. Okay, that's what I kind of thought. All that was pretty much precautionary, and we'll see how it goes. I think he's going to tough it out. I think he's out to prove something this year that he's not yeah. like, injury prone. I mean, he never has been, but I think he's just out for out for revenge of like avenging last year and how yeah. good they are already this year. Um, I think he'll be out there and be fun. Really NFL news talk. Nobody's really doing much. There is trade deadline coming by the middle end of next week. So watch out for some stuff coming across. Uh, not many teams have made moves recently, but a lot more teams started to get aggressive the last, I don't know, three, four years with making some p- moves and picks. Um, Speaking of the Texans that we're about to talk about, they traded uh, Mark Ingram away back to New Orleans. And uh, when we started, we mentioned that before we started, and on Twitter, Brandon Cooks tweeted, this is bullshit. <laughs> so I didn't see that. That's funny. So People great, love – going to be a great locker room come tomorrow people love mark ingram in the locker room man they really do like uh, that that speaks to him a lot i think like when, but, like, uh, when go ahead Sorry. speaking of that locker room are they gonna let you kind of take this one the, sure. uh, yeah he said this is bullshit such a joke oh, okay that's funny though <laughs> I mean that's valid dude mark ingram like it speaks to him like his character in the locker room as a competitor and as a motivator like, I, I I love it. I love that tweet. That's awesome. But uh, staying with the Texans, the Sean Watson trades are still out there. The Carolina Panthers on their four-game losing streak have realized that – Sam Darnold's not it. Sam Darnold is the same Sam Darnold. And they dip their toe in the Deshaun Watson and then dip their toe out just as fast. Yep. Um, Deshaun Watson I, has still only accepted a his non-trade – Clause to Miami. Yep. Um, all right. Do you have any any updates on your own thoughts? Uh, the only other thing that has kind of happened there was, um, oh god, I lost it. Um, Sam Sam Darnold's thing. Uh, that was supposedly more of a leak from the Texans than it was a leak from the Panthers and Dolphins. Like the the basically the Texans are kind of putting out all this info to try and basically raise uh, the value. Yeah, raise his value, raise his stock value, put him up, so that way they can hopefully get more for him out of Miami or out of anybody else. And so okay. I think I think the whole Panthers thing was like, oh yeah, we'd consider it, or we'd 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 look at it, and maybe that was the entire sentence that was said. And the yeah. Texans kind of put it out there into the press, thinking you know. Like, like like they're trying to buy a house or like they're 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 a realtor saying, Yeah, we have this other nice couple ready to buy the house now, but we can give it to you for, you know, two fifty. Like 
they're 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 trying to raise the value on on Watson right now, and mm-hmm. uh, I still think he ends up in Miami. I I think that that puts him far away enough from all his scandals, and I think Tua is just a little bit too injury prone, and I think that that would actually help round out their roster with a top five quarterback in a division that is led by the Bills, who are beatable clearly. We'll see come next week where that shakes out. Obviously, things are way above our heads with that. But on to our favorite part of this NFL talk is our underdog picks. Last week's results, believe we are all winners here. Now, I had a uh, any game pick from the winner's wheel. I took the Titans plus five. That hit by a lot. <laughs> Brooks had the winner's wheel and a six-point teaser on the Seahawks. Um, against the Saints, plus 10.5. Easy dub there again. Harley with the loser's wheel got lucky with the regular pick. Picked the Colts, plus 4.5. Also got the dub. So everybody gets the winner's wheel. Everybody gets the winner's wheel. I everybody finally won something. Uh, anything. Anything. Please. But this is the first week we've all hit on the same same one. We get all the winner's wheel. Um, our order is going to be Dustin first with the largest win. Harley second, and Brooks gets to go third. All so, right, all right. Let me go give me a uh, wheel. Don't give me a reaction until I am ready for that because I'm a wagger over here. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, get that out of the way. Get that out I know, of the way. I, I know. I'm, 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 I'm working <laughs> on the image, all right? We got to get it right. Okay, guys. We're going to go ahead and do the winner's wheel portion. This is for Dustin after his victory. All right, you ready? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I hate how I can hear it and then I don't see it yet. <laughs> right. Well, Chiefs. Uh, I get the Kansas City Chiefs game. So I, they have a nine and a half point favorite against the New York Giants. I love that pick. So I hope they can cover. That's hopeful. Just because it's the Giants. Yeah, yeah that's it, though. <laughs> so. That's the excitement of my picks. I don't even get to make one. The wheel picked for me. There we go. You know, you have the chance to pick a regular game if you do not like the Chiefs line. That is one of the rules of that pick. So if there was another game that you like more than the Chiefs, you have that opportunity. What that gives you is the opportunity to pick a Chiefs line if you want it. Understood. Understood. Give me one second to uh, think about that. Then it's not ready for options here. Now that that was presented to me. No. I'll take the. I'll take my Chiefs pick with with that. All right. Last That's time I had six a Chiefs pick, the two weeks ago, they covered pretty easy for me. So this is my second yeah. winners' wheel Chiefs pick in three weeks. So I'll write it out. Riding it out with the Chiefs. All right, Arlie is up next. All right, I think I'm the winner as well. I know which one I'm gonna take. Oh yeah, yeah. Left it open for you, man. Left it open. Board is open. The board is open. Six point. Okay. God damn. Did you get a six point tease. Mm-hmm. Plus a six. So you can add six to any underdog. Oh, let's see here. I'm going to see if I want anything else. Um, 
So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna actually take that. Um, I'm gonna take this 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 uh, New England Chargers game and add six okay. to that. Okay. So you're gonna take Patriots plus twelve. Correct. That's what you're thinking. Or am I going the wrong way? The the wrong nope, way. That, that'd be right. No, that'd be right. What that'd is right. plus twelve? Yeah. yeah. They just got to lose they... by 11 or less. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I think... If it I went think... the other way, that would mean they'd have to win. <laughs> uh, I sure. I, I thought I was correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know why. Okay, yeah. What's, but that... your, uh, what's, your, what's your thought process there? Really... I mean, defensive-minded coach and the, the Chargers have had their struggles a little, little bit left and right of, like, blowing away teams. Um, we'll see. I don't know. That's kind of that's my thought. It's just Bill Belichick coaches defense first. Okay. okay. So that pick removes the Patriots Chargers game from the board. Look and the Chiefs Giants game is away from the board as well. So my turn at the winner's will. All right. Brooks, ready? Give me that spin and that 10 second delay. <laughs> yeah. No, no right, reactions. Right. Let Brooks have his own natural reaction here. Big old spin. I'm yeah. Not oh boy. Eyes like a child. Oh boy. I'm a real boy. Um. I haven't even had the wheel spin yet. <laughs> it's still not yeah. spinning? Oh, my God. That's no, fine. I haven't even spun. I haven't even spun yet. There it goes. Now it's spinning. Uh, is it spinning for you finally? Yeah, we're spinning. Am I a regular pick? Uh, boring. <laughs> boring. Regular, regular three and a half point pick. The wheel Ooh. did not get any favors, but the board is still pretty open. We're still pretty open, but Detail I will say my number one pick was removed. Number one pick on the board was picked by Arlie. I had the Patriots plus six. I kind of like that spread. Um, Man, this one sucks now. <laughs> the only one that I thought about was, was our shot bet game because I do think Aaron Rodgers is fully capable of yeah, like keeping that close. Thinking. So right now I have Packers plus six on my board. I have Lions plus three and a half because the Lions got to get a win at some point, right? And Man, against the Eagles, love the Lions on this. I have yeah, we do. But the Lions haven't won a single game for us. Or the Texans have Tyrod Taylor coming back this week. Oh, are you gonna play with the Texans on the, against the Rams? I don't know. But the Ram, but the Rams also just like messed around with the Lions last week. So I don't. Man, this one's tough. I feel like the Eagles are bad enough that the Lions can beat them. Yeah. They're having like one of their worst seasons in like ten years. Oh man. <laughs> or I <could> go... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me see. Let me see if I can find it. Uh... Or I can go just against my shot bet and go with the Packers so I kind of win either way. So that's kind of where I'm, I'm I doubled up right last now. week and it paid off. Well, this wouldn't be doubling up because I can't pick the Cardinals, but I can pick the Packers. Ah, so you're covering. Yeah, so I would cover, hedge my bet. Sounds very indifferent. <laughs> I don't like the I don't have a... 
Lions. I'm going to go with the Lions. <laughs> the Lions! It's three and a half against the Eagles. It's in. The pick is in. I'm sorry, Ken. I'm sorry for it's that. It's at one. home. It's tough, man. When you have your whole pick, like, ready to go and then somebody steals it from you. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, that, that seemed like the best choice right there just because it's, they're defensive. All right, so just to recap, you guys, and I'll kick it back to Arlie, and we can get on to uh, little NBA and World Series talk. Our underdog picks. I got the Chiefs pick from the wheel, minus nine and a half versus the Giants. Arlie got a six-point tease, picked the Patriots. Now he has a Patriots plus 12 versus the Chargers. Brooks got a regular pick and has the Lions plus three and a half versus Philly. Come on, Lions. Let's do it. This is your one. The Detroit Lions. Have you seen their TikTok thing lately? Like, they changed their logo to the Detroit Lions. It was was dumb, but it was kind of funny. Anyways, that's it. That's done with the NFL. Let's get to some NBA. (laughs) Let's go. All right. Dustin, appreciate the the NFL info there. Now we're going to go ahead and hand this over to Brooks for a little bit of basketball talk. All right, Brooks, what do we got going on in the basketball world? Yeah, so just a couple quick things to touch on real quick. We're about two weeks into the season, um, or a week into the season. I can't even remember. Uh, But one of the things that was changed, we kind of hit on it last week. The Harden rule is definitely working, or I'm calling it the Harden rule, because that's basically who it was meant to affect uh, James Harden so far averaging three free throw attempts a game this season compared to five free throw attempts last year and seven free throw attempts the year before. So far, the rule seems to be working the way that is meant to. And despite James Harden complaining about it because he has always been given these fouls and he thinks that he deserves them still called. I think this has been a good rule change. It definitely has got the games going a little bit faster you don't have as many fouls that you're having to deal with in the game i was at the uh, spurs game on saturday and it just feels like the flow of these games is helped out so much by this you don't have all these bullshit fouls being called left and right when a player does something that they shouldn't so the harden roll in full effect a week into the season and so that's kind of something to keep watching out for and see if he keeps complaining his numbers are definitely down so far this season so and the nets a little bit down to start this season. Uh, other news we've got going, the Bulls, the Chicago Bulls, 4-0. They're 4-0. Why is that significant? Well, they haven't been 4-0 since Michael Jordan was wearing a Bulls jersey for them. So, you, you know the what? Chicago Bulls. Real quick, I think that deserves a... Uh... All right, I'll pause it. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they're 4 0 for the first time since I think it was 1998. I, I don't, I don't know if we had a stat for the week, but that was that's kind of a fucking cool one. Like, that's wild. And it's also crazy that they haven't been 4 0 since then. Like, yeah, right? Like, random teams fuck around and won four games right? to start a season. Like, 4 0 isn't that crazy, but here they are, 4 0. Uh, although their wins aren't over any 
of the best teams in the NBA. They beat Detroit twice. Blah. They beat the Pelicans and the Raptors, but still significant with all the moves that they made. Seems like they might be a, a competitive team in the Eastern Conference this year. Yeah. And then the last little bit to kind of hit on, and we can get through the NBA as there's not a whole lot of news going around right now is uh, your top scorer in the league so far this year, John Morant. At this point in the season, John Morant averaging 35 points per game to start this season while shooting 44% from three. He's putting up crazy numbers to start the season. And while it's a small sample size, these are kind of things that you like to point out at the beginning of the season and see how it goes throughout the rest of the season. If he keeps up what he's doing right now, these are definitely all NBA type numbers. He could be making that year three jump. I mean, he's already had two good years to start out his career, but if he makes a leap this third year, that definitely transcends him into a superstar caliber player, which I think all Grizzlies fans, all NBA fans who have paid attention to John Morant, we all kind of saw this coming. Like he's, he's that athletic. He's that type of player. He loves the moment and he shines in it. And so far in this year three, he's looking like he can be that kind of dude that changes the course of your franchise. And meanwhile, the number one pick from that draft, Zion Williamson, remains sidelined. So kind of interesting trajectory here watching that. Not that you would not take Zion there, but just seeing what Jaw's been able to do in two years and at the start of this three years is pretty been, has been a lot of fun to watch. So we'll continue to monitor, monitor Jaw on uh, Arlie's Grizzlies this year. Arlie drafted the Grizzlies in our NBA wins pool. Um, so we'll kind of monitor to see what they do. But so far, a fun start for them, a fun start for the NBA. The Warriors are 4-0, again, looking like a team to be reckoned with. Uh, so it, it definitely got some fun things going on right now. Uh, not a whole lot to dive into. So that's just kind of a quick update on what's going on in the league. Y'all got anything to add before we finish that what's, shot? Um, what's, the, what's the word on, on Clay Thompson coming back? That's supposed to be around Christmas, maybe a little after. I would expect like, that to be in the new year. If they're this good now, and and it's early, it's only four games in. Like you can't analyze anybody four games in in, in a, in a seventy-two uh, game season. Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Sorry. Um, but with Clay Thompson added to this, if he's healthy and even at eighty percent of what he's capable of doing. Uh, you you got to pick the Warriors as a favorite if they can kind of keep this kind of pace. Yeah, they're obviously off to a ridiculous start, but they do have a lot of pieces there. Yeah, and some of their some of their young talent has really uh, proved to be very good. Jordan Poole is already in for the sixth man of the year. A uh, guy who comes off their bench has been uh, huge for them so far this season, and then of course. Yeah, you have the potential of adding Clay Thompson to that. This could really be a team to be reckoned with. It's kind of one of those dark horse teams that we didn't really know what they were going to be like to start the season. It was kind of one of those wait and sees, and then when Clay's added to the roster, where they go from there. But definitely off to a hot start. And see how they keep it going. Steph's having that MVP caliber season. Yeah, they're definitely going to be a team that's going to be competing for a championship by the season's end i love it i i think uh old draymond green annoyed me current draymond green i kind of like i i will say that about this team but other than that i like this roster like i i hope they do well i hope they have a good season 
Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Dustin, any, any take on the NBA so far? I know it's really early, so it's kind of hard to put too much out there, but yeah. cool. Um, so that does wrap up the NBA discussion. Let's talk a little bit of baseball right now. Uh, as we're recording currently, the, the world series is happening. Game two Astros as we're right now recording, uh, up five to two in the bottom of the sixth, losing game one. Um, Astros with with runners on third and first and all right they're about to score again, um but uh good good get, good series going on here personally on my side of this I've been loving this matchup I just wanted to not see the Dodgers in this and to not see the Yankees in this anybody else and I would have been like all right with but um Brooks so far what are you, what is your thoughts on the matchup how are you feeling about this World Series. Have you kind of lost interest since the Red Sox have been out? Uh, what, what are you thinking over there, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm on to other sports now. Goodbye, baseball for me <laughs> for the rest of the year. Let's go, Braves. Uh, who cares? Bye. <laughs> and we've done. That is uh, Tailgate Talks Baseball. No. Uh, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Baseball, yeah. it's, it's no, one no. of those yeah, sports. It's, it, baseball is one of those sports, though, where like if your team's not in it, the games are so damn long that like it's hard to stay super interested in it after your team gets knocked out. Like it's it's kind of a sad truth of this sport. I've definitely gotten a little lucky with 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 Astros being good the last five years and competing, but uh, it's definitely one of those kind of sports. Like wow. Um, but anyways, uh, so. Uh, so far, this series is looking like it might end up being tied 2-2. We'll see how this plays out. Or 1-1, one one, sorry. Uh, but good World Series. Grandfather was a big uh, big Braves fan. I obviously grew up loving the Astros, you know, coming out of Houston. Excited for this. Um, but let's go ahead and continue on with the show. We're going to kind of start to wrap up this episode here. And we're going to talk about my least fortunate portion of the show right now. And that is Tailgate Talk Shop Bets. We're going streaky! So, tailgate talk shot best. First shot bit of this week was Texas Tech versus Kansas State. Or, well, Kansas State at Texas Tech. Uh, we just went to just a flat-out pick here. KSU beating Texas Tech. 25 to 21 as we discussed over in club red leading to the uh the wells firing our head coach change or uh and putting in sunny cumby as our interim but we all ended up picking texas tech on this side of the bet and all three ended up losing this bet moving my streak up to 14 and as y'all some some of you may know it hit up to 15 on this next shot bet which was chiefs at a Five-point favorite versus the Titans. Titans completely blew out the Chiefs in an embarrassing fashion and kind of a, a disappointing fashion for the Chiefs so far this year because uh, the early on in the season they were definitely one of the uh, leading Super Bowl picks, Super Bowl favorites, one of the one of the few up there. Um, but uh, all three of us ended up taking the loss on this one as well. Uh, no, that's not true. No, no, wait, no, Dustin no, no, no. and Brooks and oh, somebody wrote that wrong then. Who took who took That's, the other side of the bet? I took the you Titans. did. Okay. Why did I? Me and me and wrong? Dustin took the Titans, and you took the Chiefs. Uh, I don't somebody, know. Maybe I typed it out. 
win. To, oh, sorry. No, notes were written funny. My bad, guys. So, Dustin and Brooks getting the win on that one. Me, again, with another loss. I took the Chiefs side of the bet on this one, and that was embarrassing. Um, but, uh, streak moves to 15. This week, uh, we have Texas Tech at Oklahoma with a 19-point in favor of Oklahoma. I think all three of us. No, uh, yeah, all three of us ended up taking the Oklahoma side of bet. Uh, Oklahoma side of the bet on this one. Our second shot bet was Packers versus the Cardinals, and uh, me and Brooks taking the Cardinals. Dustin taking the Packers on that one. So uh, total shot bets as it stands right now. Dustin is down to zero. Brooks, I think owes one, and he's taking it right now. If you're watching on the live that recordings, is. and I'm at a eleven. I'm still kind of waiting to, for this Jeez. stupid streak to end and then i'll start whittling that down but i just need one win just one fucking win god um but anyways uh anybody else out there listening make sure you go ahead and pay off any sort of shot bet debt you have now tag us in it post us in it or just write us the email that's saying you did it and uh we'll 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 mark off part of your shot bet debts but that does wrap up this episode guys uh make sure if you didn't uh already uh, we, we got some final shots to do, but make sure you head over to our Club Red portion. Again, really good uh, Wells talk over there. And Texas Tech head coach uh, realignment will be work we talked about over there. But uh, Dustin, final shot for the week. Uh, what do you got for us? I don't know when we mentioned this last year. We mentioned the Florida Panthers in the NHL at one point, and we called them the Ice Cats. They're 7-0 and undefeated right yeah. now. That's all I Are got. you still in – Damn, you stole my final shot. That's what's going to be mine. <laughs> so ice cats. That's how much. Fun. Ice cats. Good job. The so. Seattle Kraken are uh, not How great. are they doing? I didn't even They're look. two and four, all right? Oh, I mean, I can't say anything. Canadians, I think, are even worse. Where are they at? <laughs> yeah, let's go ice cats. <laughs> Woo! Crap this I forgot. Up. We've been here Why did we have? We, we, we needed like a random second pick, and so we just kind of rode that one out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm an Ice Cats fan because the Levitard show is from Miami, and so they're Florida right. Panthers fans. And so yeah. I've kind of like adopted them just through listening to them talk about them. So, very true. Yeah. My, my Montreal Canadiens are one and six right now. We're, 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 we're not doing too hot. Goal differential of negative 14. Good God. Yeah. My, my, my haps are, are, are doing horrible. I'm still going to buy the jersey. Um, so Brooks's final shot was that again the Ice Cats going seven and zero. This is again a, a unofficial hockey podcast. Um, I, I I my only thing was just uh, I, since this since the World Series has started, I did just kind of want to touch base on this a little bit more, which is uh, I love this play out of the World Series from my personal perspective. Uh, again, my grandfather and girlfriend and. Everybody uh, on that side is all uh, very much uh, grew up Braves fans, and they're kind of a they were a secondary pick of mine uh, going into this postseason. I'm happy to see them doing well, but also happy to see what was my first love in sports, the Astros doing well uh, last five years. Obviously, five American League championships, three World Series appearances. I, I as much as everybody else hates them and on this show included, they're still gonna be my first love of sports and always will be. So uh, I'm I'm happy to see them again in the World Series and 
this is one World Series where I would not be as hurt or care as much about the Braves winning it if they did, but uh, obviously still pulling for, for my hometown team. Um, but that does wrap up the episode. Uh, at Brooks, you got any other input for the week, man? Cool, cool. All good here. Perfect. Well, we had a lot for you guys today. Uh, again, uh, make sure that you go check out the, the, the Wells firing discussion over on Club Red. We had about an hour-long episode over there. Go hit that up. We had a lot to talk about with Texas Tech and the direction of the football program and how Kirby's doing, how, how Sonny's going to be doing moving forward, the two games that we had to discuss this week with Kansas uh, Kansas State and Oklahoma. Um, but go check that out. Uh, but also don't forget, make sure you do uh, follow the show on, on Spotify and iTunes. If you do, hit us with a follow on iTunes. Drop a five-star rating. Put a good review below. Uh, all, as always, make sure you hit us up on all of our socials. We're at tailgate underscore talks on Twitter. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And if you do swing by the YouTube channel, hit the subscribe, hit the bell. That way you're notified every time we post a new video. Uh, Dustin, make sure to hit him up on his personal account, Dustin Wimmer 22 Brooks, hit him up on his, Calvin B. Barrett. And mine, you can hit me up on where Blanca, where the L is a one. Uh, any sort of thoughts or questions, anything you want to hear from us or anything you want to hear us discuss on the show, make sure you email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. But that does wrap up this episode, guys. Definitely had a lot to discuss today and definitely excited to bring it to you week in and week out. That wraps up week 55, guys. And as always, Brooks, we'll catch y'all next week. It's all at the next tailgate. Peace.